Are you living with purpose, passion, and making a difference in your life's journey? Well, you've come to the right place. The X Factors to Success Podcast Radio Show. Great day to you all and welcome to the X Factors to Success Podcast Radio Show. I am your host, Ruggiero Fratarcangeli, also known as the G-Man. Easier said than done. Ladies and gentlemen, just a reminder for all of you listening today, uh, the X Factors to Success have five key pillars. I'm always, always reminding you all. First is faith. Second is family and friends. Third is fitness. Next one is finance and don't forget fun. The five key pillars. And all of the time up to now, our guests are talking about one or many or all of the X Factors to Success. So today's guest is another special one. I met this gentleman here a few years back at a uh, seminar event, and he's just a fantastic human being. So without further ado, we have Mr. Enrico Caravaggio. He's from Toronto, Canada. He started his first legitimate business at the age of 12 and has never looked back. In fact, Eric prides himself on being an entrepreneur and has only ever worked for himself. With a career that spans over 30 years, the driving force behind everything he does is summed up in one word, entrepreneurship. That's his key word there. At the age of 19, Eric embarked on what has become a lifelong mission to leave an indelible mark on the real estate industry. With sales exceeding over $250 million in residential, commercial, and development land deals, he has defined his career purpose as such create deals that leave all parties achieving their personal and financial goals through the real estate model. With a passion for life and people, five years ago, Eric began a new journey of self-discovery and awareness. It was then that he met Bob Proctor, which we'll talk about, and his life changed forever. Bob got him to realize one simple and profound truth. Life does not happen to you. It happens for you. And you order it up by virtue of your thought. Understanding the relationship to one's thinking relative to their results is critical to success and happiness. However, that can only happen when you know how the mind works. Eric's motto is simple. When you have something good, all you want to do is to share it with the world. It's such a great way to live. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome my guest and your guest today, on the X Factors to Success. Welcome, Eric Caravaggio. Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Ruggiero. I'm excited, super excited. Well, I'm so super excited for having you on my show and taking uh, time of your busy schedule there, Mr. Eric Caravaggio from Toronto, Canada. What's going on? Anything for the G-Man. <laughs> Thank Anything you. Anything for the G-Man. Hey, long you time. You make the world a better place, buddy. We all do. We all do. We all play a part of this uh, this vortex, uh, Eric, and we uh, share our uh, our experiences and uh, give it back to the world, Eric. So thank you very much for taking time again. How's the family doing? All well? Yeah, they're great. They're really good. Their kids are growing. Everyone's uh, everyone's good. I can't believe how fast they're growing, though. Sure, sure. And of course, you're in Toronto. Any more uh, snow as of May? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, we've, spring has finally sprung in Toronto, Canada. It's about time. I'm thinking about you still having your boulders of uh, of snow at the corners of the streets and whatnot. So all the yeah, white stuff I, is going away, huh? I got to tell you, in my short 43 years of existence, yeah, this was a crazy winter. Well, same here in New York, also, uh, Eric. You know, so. Uh, so we're very fortunate to have a crazy winter. It's okay. We'll accept it. <laughs> it's okay. You got it. So, Rick, I know that you're a you're an entrepreneur. A lot of things going on. You and I met uh, some years back at the Bob Proctor uh, event uh, somewhere. Science out. of Getting Rich, 2014, I believe. Wow. That was on West Coast. I think it was in Arizona somewhere. Arizona. I remember the day I met you. Yeah, we connected together. And all, we now we're just... Uh, keeping in contact and uh, haven't heard from you in a long, long time. I, I reached out to you uh, a few weeks ago. I said, uh, Eric, what do you think of being on the show? So, Eric, uh, we're going to have a nice casual conversation. The guests out there always like to hear uh, who's on the show, and uh, they'll tune in and they'll listen to it while they're driving their vehicle, while they're jogging, walking the dog, or whatever, on the beach. And, and I always bring exciting people like yourself. 
and you're a very motivated individual. You're uh, you taking action. Many things have happened to you in the last uh, five years or so. And so I'm going to ask you the first question: What motivates and what motivates Eric Caravaggio? Well, that's a great question. I'd have to say, uh, at this point in my life, I think the real motivating factor for me. Um, I probably wouldn't have said this even as, as early as two years ago, but I'd say the motivating factor for me right now is really uh, furthering my relationship with God, what, the way I define God. Okay. And, uh, you know, when I embarked on this, this journey of, of self-awareness and, and studying and, uh, and metaphysics and what have you, I never understood really the spiritual undertone that uh, that I was about to embark on. And now I'm at a point in my life where I truly realize that I co-create everything. You know, uh, but prior to that, you know, one of the things I really pride myself on is being a family man. I have wonderful friends and, and wonderful family. And, you know, being a father is something that I always wanted to be. And, and I, you know, I love being a dad. And I would say, you know, on a daily basis, outside of my relationship to you know, a higher power and a higher being, I would say being a guiding force for my children um, and, you know, and not telling them what to do, but showing them every day, you know, uh, that I go out there and live my life and make my mistakes, take my hits and get back up and move on. And I just want to be the example of what uh, for them that, you know, in life, uh, you got to go out and get it. I love and, it. I love it. Yeah. And, you know, Eric, you just hit two major pillars on the X factors to success. Faith, your belief system, and yeah. your self-talk and how you present yourself with principles and values. And the second one you just hit right nail on, family. Two major things in the foundation of the X factors to success. So mm -hmm. one of the key ingredients. You know, Ruggiero, I heard it said many years ago, and it always stuck with me. One of them, one of the only irrevocable decisions in life that you're ever going to make is to be a parent. Uh, you can change a lot of things. You can change everything in your life for that matter. But once you're a parent, um, you know, that's, that's something that uh, all of a sudden now takes on a whole new meaning. And um, you're always there as, like I said, a guiding force for the people around you. And uh, so it's it's irrevocable. It's a life it's a life thing. I totally understand. I mean, I have four of my own. Mm -hmm. I got four of my own and each one are individuals. They're unique and they're special. Uh, like any parent, their children are very, very special. But they become also the average of the parents also because the in home environment becomes their positive outlook in life if you're negative in the home they kind of gravitate to that and they go out to the world being being negative so i know you're a good parent because you're always uh, talking about them going to events and, and going to sporting events eric so that's sporting venue i love it i love yeah, it yeah you can never be too scared to make a mistake in front of your kids because that shows them that you know yeah life is life is about learning from making mistakes and learning from them Right. Can't shelter them from that. They have to learn to be decision makers. And speaking about uh, mistakes and failures, and I always ask this question to all my guests because we always want to find out that, you know, sometimes we say, oh, failures and mistakes are always negative for us. What are your thoughts on, or have you, what, what have you learned in your mistakes or failures? Oh, wow. Or if you, you, call, know, if you call them failures, you know? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, I would let's just leave it at mistakes because I think failure failure is a tricky word because I think when you say I failed at something I think you really only fail when you give up. So mm. you know if you're not gonna, if you're not prepared to give up then you really don't fail. You're making a ton of mistakes maybe along the way but you know so long as you are I mean nobody's I don't think anybody's really willing to say hey yeah all right I made a mistake <laughs> this is exciting. Yeah. But the reality is this. I mean, when you get kicked around enough and you make some mistakes, you start to open your eyes and you say, ah, maybe I'm not going to do it that way. Uh, and what can I have done differently? See, the feedback model, you know, you try and always have a feedback. There's always tons of problems. 
but if you just pick one thing, you know, you, something didn't go well, and what's the one thing that if I could have gone back and changed, what's the one thing and pick that and really focus on the positives uh, because perspective is everything in life, right? You can, you know, there's good and bad in everything. And if you get really, really f zeroed in on the, uh, on too many of the negatives, right. you kind of miss the point. So mistakes, you know, sometimes if they're big enough, they can be really exhilarating in the sense that, you know, uh, in, how do I say they are the key moments in life because every sort of failure or mistake brings with it an equal or equivalent seed That's of right. benefit. The yin you and just got to Yeah, the yin yeah. and the yang, right? It's part of the uh, the universal laws. Uh, You've got to be looking for it. And, and when you train yourself to know that mistakes are actually um, are, are good in the sense that they're learning opportunities. I agreed. That's where your course correction comes. I mean, a rocket fails its way to the moon. A plane doesn't, you know, a plane gets off course, on course, off course, on course. The key is where's the plane going? Where's the rocket going? The key to life is knowing where you're going. Well, that's a very good point because as we set this, this tone right now, I love, I love where, where, where this is going now, Eric. You know why? The plane knows where it's going, right? So if you're leaving from point A to point B, it always corrects itself, right? The Jeep, their That's internal right. GPS. So, would you say that goals are that GPS when you identify those goals, and then as you go move forward to that, sometimes you get off course, on course. So, what are some of your breakthrough goals that you could share with the audience that have you brought outside and put you back in again to realign yourself to that uh, to that uh, position of uh, of success? That's a that's a great question. Um, you know. One of the startling, you know, facts that I had learned a few years back was that most people don't have a goal, and and but even the ones that do, sometimes there's this big misnomer that we set a goal. You know, I want to make a million dollars. I want to make ten million dollars. I want a car. I want a house. Uh -huh. And. And so we have this pre preconceived notion that a goal is really to get something. When in reality, if you really look beyond the getting, the goal is really designed, the purpose of a goal is to get you to grow. See, because if you know how to get something, you know, if you've made a $100,000 and you want to make 125, you kind of already know what to do. You just kind of increase your inputs a little bit sure. and what have you. Yep. But if you're going really after something that you have no clue how to do, you see, that's a real goal because you know you want it. You can see yourself with it, but you have no idea how you're going to mm. get it. That to me is a goal because what's happening is in the process, you become somebody different. Huh. Because the person that's standing there at the beginning saying, I want to yeah. achieve doesn't have necessarily the awareness, has all the tools, right. but doesn't have awareness of how to get it. But it's in the growing process that you end up getting it. So when we look at goals, I think goals should always are, are, are key in anybody's life, but it's the right type of goal. It's a goal that kind of really scares you. It's the one that really makes you feel uncomfortable because that's the one that's going to really allow you to grow. You know, you bring up a good point, a uh, point where uh, I just did a workshop just recently at a, uh, at a local library. With, uh, with some of the community members in, in place. And we touched base on SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T. See, there's there's two things, I believe, um, in in my sort of studies and and in my growth as a businessman and, and as a person. You know, the two things that are, are most important are, A, you kind of want to know where you're going, and B, you want to know what's getting in the way. So, Eric, the how. Tell us more about the how and the law of attraction, how that intermingles with your, uh, with this process of yours. Okay, so like I was saying, I mean, you really want to know where you're going, and you kind of want to know what's, in the, what's getting in the way. Right. And when you determine those two, the how things are going to happen start to just show up. And as students of the law of attraction, 
the how just shows up. And if you're open to these quote unquote mistakes that we say <laughs> we try and avoid, right, right? But it's those little course corrections throughout the day, throughout the weeks that show up and say, oh, wait a minute, that's my life the way I'm ordering it. The how just shows up. But the most important thing is you kind of want and you have to be open to those experiences, open to being uncomfortable and open to pushing yourself. And, you know, when you're crystal clear on where you're headed, so um, how do I say you just kind of get into a flow, if that oh. makes any sense. And, you you know, I like to talk. I like to say it's sort of like feeling your way through life and it's an intuition thing and and it takes practice. But anybody can do it. It takes practice. And the more you try and the more mistakes you you make with it, the more you realize, okay, yeah, that's fine. You know, I'm not going to do it this time. And, you know, and, and really, at the end of the day, your intuition's bang on 100% of the time. And we've got these intellectual factors right. that, <laughs> that are just so but overwhelmingly amazing. The challenge is, Eric, that many people don't stop, think, be self-aware, be mindful. And because there's so much crap that's going on in life. I mean, the law of attraction says, ask, believe, and receive. And when people watch, the, they watch that movie, The Secret, with, of course, we both know Bob Proctor, right? They say, well, yeah. that's, that's BS stuff. That's BS stuff. So how would you just maybe elaborate a little bit more on this ask, believe, and receive? Because when they saw the movie, they say, well, I'm going to just uh, I'm gonna ask for a, you know, a car in front of my house. And it, it won't happen. It, I mean, you got to take action, right? You got to got to have self awareness. You got to take action, inspired action, and put those goals together. Correct? Oh, you're 100 percent correct. But I think it goes beyond that, Rogero. Okay. I really do believe it goes beyond that. I think, see, if you're asking for something, and you're saying, "I want the car," "I want the million dollars," mm -hmm. and you kind of say, "Yeah, I, I," you know, "I could see myself with it," it's still really a wish, because if you want something and you really don't believe you can attain it. Like if you say, I, I want a million dollars, but the following thought that comes after the million dollars, or I want the million dollars is, yeah, but that's not going to happen for me. Chances are it's not going to happen. So that's why it's so key to, and you don't necessarily have to believe it's going to happen at the beginning. Right. But faith you hit the nail on the head baby like right. faith is so key because faith is something that you develop over time and you do it through affirmation you do it through yeah. positive positive things that after a while like hey anybody knows you tell yourself a lie enough times you start to believe <laughs> you believe it <laughs> you believe it and that's really the way it's set up so you know you can ask for anything but if you can't get yourself to that point where you actually believe it's going to happen it's not going to happen, but with the belief comes action. Yeah. And anything worth having in life is worth going for. I love it. Anything, anything worth, worth having, having is worth going, going, for. going for. I love it. You know, Eric. Yeah, otherwise it's not worth having. You're right. I just uh, when listened to an audio book by Dr. Wayne Dyer. Uh, and this is a, I guess it's a, it's a conference that he did and it's a recording. It's called Applying the Ten Secrets of Success and Inner Peace. And there's a mm. section in there I just recently heard today about silence. Being in silence. By being in silence, you're able to listen to you, self. Because our inner, our inner talk, our inner soul is so such an enlightenment that once you start listening, you start hearing who you are, what you are, what your purpose is. And that thing, that's a great lesson for me. I learned also to meditation. And again, people say, well, meditation, come on. Really? Really, G, Ruggiero, meditation? I told one today. He goes, ha, oh, stop it right there. Well, I said, well, don't you take a walk in a park or just, just be yourself? Because people are afraid to be with themselves. And I think what's important here, and you bring it at the point, is that we need to stop, listen, reflect, and, and take a moment to see around us. Because life goes by real fast. It's going super, super fast that we follow other people's programs. And what you've been doing yourself, you've changed your whole trajectory to achieve what you have achieved up to now. That being said, can you uh, can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah, of course. You know, to your point about 
meditation and being quiet. You see, if you don't stop and look where you are, you're never going to get to where you got to go because life happens to you and either you're going to control it or it's going to control you. And you can't fight all the time. It's push-pull. It's no way to live. When you're in a flow and you're on your purpose, the only way to do that is to be still and quiet because you're never going to get the messages. You're never going to mm. get it unless you're quiet enough to listen. Our problem is, our problem is we just don't listen. And, you know, your, your intuition and your higher self is saying, hi, hello, listen to me, listen to me. And you're saying, no, 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 well, hold on, i got to get to another meeting. And, yeah. and the kids are screaming, and, and, but you don't understand, and, but you don't understand. And, and meanwhile, we have these marvelous tools. And, you know, the hardest thing in life is quieting down. But it's a learned skill. And when you do, you, you get to feel your way through life. Because in the end, if something doesn't feel good, you know it's not right. right. But when things are feeling good, you know what you know the difference between feeling good and feeling bad. And most people, you know, what happens is if you don't stop every once right. in a while and just say, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, before I leave the house every morning, there's a couple things that I do every single morning. So you have a ritual. You have a certain ritual. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Let's hear I, absolutely. Let's yeah, hear I mean. First thing, first, first thing is, you know, I always do a gratitude exercise, some form of a gratitude exercise. You see, gratitude is a switch. Mm -hmm. It literally is a switch. I mean, if you're ever feeling bad, if you're ever feeling bad, because we feel bad all the time, all the time, every day. And, you know, you just stop and either take out a piece of paper and a pen or just write down and or, or think about the things you're truly grateful for. And it could be a cup of coffee. It could be the fact that you woke up. It could be the fact that, you know, yeah, uh, somebody said they loved you. Hmm. Or it could be something that you're looking to manifest in your life. You see, gratitude, it could also be something that you, you know, you're looking, you're going for. And you see yourself with it. And automatic, and you know, instantaneously, if you do it right, you really allow yourself to feel how happy you are. It shifts your vibration. It really does shift your vibration. So I really do not leave the house unless I've done some form of a, of a gratitude exercise. And more importantly, because I know I'm going to get bombarded and I'm going to bombard and, and life gets crazy, I do some form of a mindfulness practice where I ask myself every day. Okay. I ask myself, I ask my higher self, say, hey, you know what? Guide me today. Push me in the right direction. Show me. But I can't do that if I'm going a million miles a minute. I need to be still. <laughs> like God's saying or higher source or whoever it is yeah. that you believe in is saying, hey, I Nirvana, to... right? Uh -huh. Whatever it is for right. you, man. Right. Whatever it is. But if you're not quiet enough, you're not going to you're not going to be able to hear it. So anybody that says I don't meditate that, you know, OK, that that's fine. But, you yeah. know, Eric, you look at the all the religious uh, rituals. Uh, silence and meditation, they're all in there. I mean, they're all, again, in silence and that to, to listen to the inner self, to the inner voice that we all have within. You look at all, this, all the uh, super successful entrepreneurs out there, all right? And they do they multitask. They all have the same hours of the day, 24 hours in a day, 168 hours in a week. I mean... The one thing that I learned from Bob, from Bob specifically, now I had the good fortune of, of studying, you know, with him. Um, and, you know, one of the one of the questions you, you had me look at, talk about, you know, habits, what are the greatest habits? Mm -hmm. And I think things that, you know, I learned from Bob is, is to study every single day. Every single day. And it's not, and, and I mean, look, I've, I've been doing this for five, six years now. Right. And there have been times, Rigetto, where I have read the same page for six months. <laughs> the same page. People say, you're still reading that book. Well, right now I'm presently studying The Power of Awareness from Neville Goddard. I've been reading that book for three years. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Say it again. What, what's, oh. <laughs> it, what's it in the book? Go ahead. What? The Power of Awareness from Neville Goddard. Okay, I'm going to put that in the show notes also. 
So here's the thing. You know, so you read the same book or you read the same page, you read the same chapter. The words don't change. You know what changes, Ruggiero? What changes? You change. You change. Because you get a deeper and deeper and deeper meaning. And that's what's so critical about all of this stuff. I don't care who it is. Jack Canfield, Tony Robbins, Bob Proctor, whoever, Deepak Chopra, okay. Wayne Dyer. Mm-hmm. All great, great mentors and leaders. Mm-hmm. And they'll all tell you the same thing. It's not their material. It's not their material. they just giving you their interpretation of, of the material that's already out there. And it's all based on one thing. We're all connected. Right. We all create. Totally agree. And, and we're all better off helping each other. Be of service for each other. And that's uh, it. Because, that's baby, what you put out, you get back. And that's it. What it. you put out, you get back. And when you get happy putting out, it comes back. If you're putting out just to get back, well, guess what? You ain't going to get it. <laughs> but if you put out because it makes you happy to put out, it's going to come back. And they're all telling you the same thing because all the spiritual books, they all say the same thing. But getting back to Bob, the one thing is read every single day, study, get a mindfulness practice. You know, uh, and, and, and that to me single-handedly was probably one of the most important habits that I ever learned. I have with me at all times, you know, audio books, whatever it is, and we can all do and we all do it. And, uh, but it's so, so important. Uh, Eric, I know that, uh, you and I share a, a book that, uh, I know that you have many, I'm sure you have more than one copy around your home. What's the one book that, uh, the Bob Proctor out there uh, has uh, influenced his life and he's teaching over 50 plus years. So share with the audience. I don't want to say it, but you say, what, what's the book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's a great book. Uh, I would put it in my top. And what's, three, it, what's, five. It, what's it called? It's, it's uh, Napoleon Hill, thinking grow rich. Right. I've devoured that book. I've gone through it, but I have to say there for me, anyhow, Um, because I've, you know, I never, when I started studying, I started studying like everybody else. I want more money. I'm sick and tired of the ups and downs Uh, in love. mm -hmm. You know, I, I want money. I want money. And then I never expected to find what I found. And that was a relationship with God. And so for me now, I like the spiritual books. You know, I, I'll dive into something like the Bhagavad Gita. I don't understand it. It's all Russian to me, but I'll try it out. You know, I'll try it out. You know, I was reading Thomas Troward for uh, for about a year and a half. I mean, that was tough. But, you know, the more I read, the more I read, the more my mind opened and the more I understood. Mm. And uh, so I love those books like Neville, Neville Goddard for me. And Neville Goddard, I don't know if many people know this, but I mean, a lot of people know Wayne Dyer. Um, You know, and Wayne Dyer was, wow, he was so profound, such a great, you know, his book um, wishes fulfilled was probably one of the first books I ever read. Um, erroneous you know, books, his first book back in 1976. Again, I'm listening to his uh, work right now. I'm getting re-inspired again. I saw him a couple of times in, in New York. Yeah. Your erroneous zones. Yeah. If that, yeah. yeah. So, um, Neville Goddard really, really influenced, uh, a lot of, uh, of, uh, Wayne Dyer's work. Uh, how about Viktor Frankl? I mean, he's a, a, an author, a, a man who experienced uh, in the 1940s in the concentration camps, right? That, Man's Search for Meaning. That's, uh, that's a tough right. one. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, that's a great, great book. Uh, I, I, you know, I've gone through that book three times on audio tape. It's heavy. Uh, it's, it's heavy. It's heavy. Like, that's a heavy one, uh, but a good one nonetheless. But yeah. like I said, it doesn't matter what it is you're reading, pick something that pushes you, that challenges you. Um, but, but you should always, always, always be studying because it's kind of like we were talking about in the morning, you know, there's certain things you do in the morning to, to, to set yourself mm-hmm. up. Set the for tone. The day. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and reading something like think and grow rich or the science of getting rich by Wallace Waddles or U squared, you know, it doesn't matter what it is you're reading, but so long as you're reading, um, you know, uh, it makes such a profound difference because it sets the tone. You're sending a message to yourself. You're sending a message to the universe. universe. You're sending a message saying, hey, I'm coming. 
I'm coming. And I'm coming to not get, I'm coming to give. And you're showing up really, really strong out there. And you set that tone. You go to your place of business. You're meeting people. When you start smiling out there, be like, what's up with you, right? And again, yeah. it sets the tone the whole day. So I want to switch gears a little bit here, Eric, if you don't mind. Because yeah. we're in a, a topic here. Because I hear this from a lot of people. You're lucky. Eric, you're lucky where you are. $250 million of sales and residential commercial. You're lucky. Do you think uh, people are just lucky in their success? I think you've got to be open to receiving. And you have to be really, really clear on what it is you want in order to be lucky because sometimes look let's just face it right you know on the surface it looks like wow that you're lucky it was just a stroke of you know stroke of good luck you met the right person at the right time the guy got on the elevator <laughs> whatever it is shook hands and then you know uh you made a 50 million dollar deal or or whatever it was or even finding love, you know, for that yeah. matter, you know, so serendipitous. Relationships. And, you know, you have somebody who's sure. saying, I want to find love. and But, you know, when nobody ever talks about Ruggiero yeah. is the fact that what about all those failed dates? What about all those failed deals? What about all those things you went through to get yourself, to prepare yourself for that opportunity? Well, that's the on course, off course that you mentioned before, right? I mean, that's the, the things that trials and tribulations that you get to. That's right. Like, I think that, yeah, you, there's an element of luck, but you order the luck. You order it. And there's opportunity everywhere. It's just the problem is, is are we open to it and do we see it? Um, but you make your own luck. You make your own luck. And, and that's the one thing that I have made a tremendous amount of mistakes in my life. And I continue to make mistakes. And, and it, yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, and look, there's the easiest thing to do in life is to make yourself vulnerable because when you're vulnerable, you're uncomfortable, but when you're uncomfortable and you're authentic, but what I mean by vulnerable is really make yourself authentic to yourself. Forget about anybody else. If you really lived your life, like you didn't care what anybody thought and you went after what it is that you wanted. You're making yourself vulnerable out there because you're going to be open for criticism. Yeah. People are going to criticize. You better you better believe people are going to criticize. Agreed. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. You know, but it, it, it's when you are willing to take those steps in your life that all of a sudden those quote unquote lucky serendipitous things start to happen. Uh -huh. But you're ordering them. I love you're it. You're <laughs> ordering them by virtue of what you think. Yeah, yeah you're creating it. So that Absolutely. You create, so that There's no accidents in the universe, baby. Yeah. There just aren't. Yo, I love it, Eric. You're on fire, buddy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Great to have you on the show. I tell you, man, this has been a long time since we touched base. Eric, yeah. um, who would you say your top three role models are? You know, and, uh, and we all we all have role models. And in and, and, and your journey right now, and you have some role models. You want to share with us? I'm sure you maybe have more than one, two, or three. Share a couple with us, if you don't mind. Who oh, role models. That's a, a good question. Um, I would have to say, you know, because of the work that I did with Bob Proctor and the Proctor-Gallagher Institute, I'd have to say that, you know, um, Bob's teaching has – Bob, maybe not – Bob himself, because it's not like we're buddies or anything where I can say, you know, yeah, he's a role model. I don't know him that personally. Um, you know, I would say his he, he's had a him and his organization and his people. And I, I've also uh, worked in the organization. So I would say the people, the community itself uh, and the people that I've met. But Bob being the elder statesman or the pillar of that company, I would okay. say has been a role model. Super. Um, you know, I would say that's a good question, Ruggiero, because as I mature as a as a father and as a as just as an overall person, mm -hmm. growing up, I never thought that my own father was a role. My dad's a great guy. Um, my dad's an awesome man, but you know, growing up, 
I never would have thought that he was your typical role model. Uh, I agree. And now I look at, I mean, this bugger, you want to talk about, I mean, I'll go through a wall for something, and now I know where I get it. And I get it from my dad. Uh-huh. You know, so I'd have to say, yeah, he's a role model uh, in Papa, my life. don't forget, I know myself also as well. My dad passed away four or five, it'll be five years now. And now I, I look forward, I look forward and I do things like, and I reflect, you know what? Because of your papa, because of your dad. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, absolutely. You know, this guy, um, like they, like the, the immigrant story, which is so beautiful about being an American or a Canadian. Like it's just that immigrant story. It's just such, everybody's got those stories and no one is better or worse, but they're just beautiful stories. They're so special because it embodies what we're talking about here, going after something, so you know, better life, mm. uh, whatever it is. And, and so, you know, uh, you know, with dad, uh, you know, my dad being hearing impaired and, and, you know, just sort of came here and worked and, uh, doesn't speak the language and managed to, uh, you know, bring his family up. Uh, yeah, to that, me, that's that's that, success. That's pretty, that is success, yeah. Eric. You, you know? know, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, you know, Bob, I would say yes, Dad for sure, um, and I would say the third person as a role model would be. On this one, huh? Some, well, yeah, no, I would, you know, I don't know how to really define it because this is really a new chapter in my life. Okay. You know, I could say it's Jesus Christ. I could say it's a higher being. Yeah. But I'm going to just say it's God. And, and, you know, in my relationship to, in my relationship to God, you know, and, and, uh, that, those, you know, those are the, the three big ones in my life right Eric, now. Eric, I love it. I love it. Uh, I've been reconnecting a lot myself too. Uh, to to our higher power to God, and uh, and I'm being vulnerable about it, and I talk to everyone about it. You know what? It's a spiritual balance, and I think that uh, the X factor to success is faith, and whatever faith you bring in, in place will direct you. That's the foundation. That's the key pillar, and you're you're, you're on it. A beautiful. You know, G. I want to make this distinction. There's a huge distinction between religion. And spirituality. Yep. I'm not here to preach to nobody. Right. Like I am so not here to preach to anybody. Same here. But Same here. There's a huge yes, distinction between religion and faith. You know, religion is something is someone's interpretation, and I'm not here to say it's good or bad or whatever. But when it comes to spirituality and faith, if you think you're alone here, it's you know, <laughs> uh, it, it ain't you know, it's it's you're really on the wrong path because that's the ego talking. And, uh, you know, we live for our egos and our egos there to kind of protect us and keep us safe. And, and that's what gets us into problems. When in reality, if you can just come at it from love, uh, and love is God. Sure. sure. I love it. Eric, you and know, I'm a business guy, you know what I mean? I do $200 million deals and, you know, it's funny. Talk about the indelible mark I want to leave in, in the industry. It's that, you know, I, I come from a field where it's like eat or be eaten. Or the perceived notion is, uh, you know, eat or be eaten. Big you guys fish, have a perfect- big fish, small fish, right? Big shark. Well, yeah, you have a perfect example in New York. You know, you have Donald Trump, who was like the, you know, the epitome of the real estate developer. You know, kill or be killed. <laughs> and when in reality, man, that's, you know, I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it at all. I think, you know, when you can be authentic and know that there's enough for all and you don't the only person you know competition is such a scary thing you know when you're competing against somebody you've lost before you started the only person you should really be competing with is yourself and making trying to make yourself better i love it eric you know we're all proud of something today and i'm gonna ask this question what are you most proud of lately in life what I'm most proud of, um, about two years ago, I set out and um, I chased a big dream, one that I never thought, A, I was worthy of, B, I was capable of doing, mm-hmm. and I was sick and tired of being sick and tired of just talking about it. 
<laughs> and, you know, having been in real estate, you know, I, uh, my parents owned a janitorial service when I was a kid. So I started my own little side businesses from when I was 12. Yeah, young age. Then. And, and I drove, you know, I finished high school. I knew school was never for me. Um, and I literally finished high school and I, I drove to the uh, real estate college, got my license and I started selling real estate right away. And when I got my license at the time, I never really knew what I was, why I was in real estate. And as the years progressed, it unfolded. And I always had this dream that one day I was going to be a real estate developer and a builder. And, but I never thought it was possible for me. I wanted it. It's kind of like what we were talking about before. You say you want something, but, but the next, the next thought that comes after I want it is, yeah, but I can't do it. It's never going to happen. So it never happens. It's the negative self-talk inside of us, that's right? That's right. I got sick and tired of, you know, being sick and tired and and I just stepped out. And I just stepped out. And you know, gee, I did it. You know, I I started my dream company. And for the longest time, you know, I only, I dreamed about the moments. I love it. Uh, you know, and I went to work and it was amazing. And then guess what? About three months ago, okay, things happened. Another, and, uh, another shift. Another shift, yeah. Call okay. it a major correction. Things aren't so rosy. And I hit a major roadblock. And the thing I'm most proud of, Ruggiero, yeah. is this. I stepped out. I did it. Maybe it didn't go as well as I thought it was going to go. I'm a lot clearer on where I need to be. But more importantly, I was able to take a maybe quote unquote failure in my life and turn it into a course correction where it didn't really hurt my self image. It didn't hurt my, Oh, I failed. You know, I'm just going to go run in a corner and I'll go back to where it's safe. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. I'm having a, you know, maybe eat a little bit of humble pie right now, but it's okay because all I'm doing is I'm positioning myself for my next move. And that's the thing I'm most proud of is the fact that I not only did I step out, but I ain't given up in the face of, you know, quote unquote, call it failure because it's really not failure. Right. Wow. That's great. Well, you know, and, and, and you have a strong personality to have come across this milestone, this new shift to take it to another course. And, that's right. And this is all because of your belief system. You're more in tune in yourself your inner talk, and clarity of purpose. One of the key principles of the success principles that I also teach in the uh, Jack Canfield's uh, principles is um, have a clear purpose in the direction that you go into. What's the passion? What is your what is your purpose to guide you there? Once you start feeling that, and you, of course, it's okay. I mean, I, I like this podcast. This show here just came out of nothing. I mean, I, I've been talking about it, and now I have a series of guests like yourself, Eric, and I've been so enthusiastic and thrilled to have people listen to stories like yourself and my audience, over a 1,000 downloads so far and uh, from worldwide. It's amazing. I look, I look at the statistics, and like people are listening from, from Africa, Australia, UK, France, Spain. I mean, wow, I'm making a difference, and this is where I need to be. And who knows in the future what will we'll bink. So like yourself, I, I couldn't associate with you. And I think we need to support each other, find like-minded individuals. And one of the yeah. things that Jim Rowan says, you know, you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Again, yeah. find like-minded individuals and surround yourself. If you have negative individuals around you, you're going to kind of gravitate into their negativity but you've got to spend less time with them and find more time with someone else. And in your shift point right now, I could just tell it's getting great. It's getting awesome there, Eric. I look forward to because it. Because I know what I know. I've, like You see, the thing, G, is this. I may not have the physical, the tangible um, result of what it is that I'm looking to create. But it doesn't matter because it's I. You have to create it in your mind first, and and I know I have it because I feel it and I live it. I'm the living embodiment of it. So if that I don't have the physical uh, realization of it now, mm -hmm. it's coming, 
And it'll never come unless I believe it. And I have to live from that point. So if I could, if I, you know, you talk about what you're proud of, getting back to that question. Yeah. If I were to, you know, say, well, you know, it didn't work for me and, and this sucks and whatever. Right. Well, guess what's coming? More sucks and more whatever. <laughs> but if I say, okay, I, in my mind, I'm still a developer. I'm still leaving an indelible mark on my industry. And what I'm going through is important for some reason. And I don't have to know it right now, but I'm still living and acting from the place that I have already succeeded. Now, that's the key. And if I did that every day, man, you know, oh. like, it's great. You know, I'm not here to sit here and tell your people that oh, I'm perfect, but I know the difference between okay. saying, hey, if I'm living my purpose and I'm living from that place, it's a very simple course correction. And then you feel it and you just go. Beautiful. Love it. Eric, uh, I know that time is uh, of the essence here. And uh, yeah. I'll leave you with a couple more questions before we say farewell here. This has been a great interview, great, great uh, conversation here. We're going deep here. Lots of value, valuable content. And I hope you, you folks out there on the X Factors to Success, you listeners out there, you're picking up some good, good tips by our friend here, Eric Caravaggio from Toronto, Canada, the entrepreneurial man of the year. So, <laughs> Eric, you know, great stuff here. I love, I love, uh, I love the experience. I love your your trials and tribulations and 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 the direction. If you were conducting this interview, what one question would you ask yourself? And this is a question that's been asked to me years ago, and I like to ask it to my class. So I don't want to give you a loaded question, but it is a loaded question. If you were conducting this interview, what one question would you ask yourself? Hmm. I would have to say, or, you know, the question I would ask is, what's the deal? What's the deal? Okay. What's the deal, Eric? Just give it to me straight. What's the deal? I like that. And so do I get to answer my own question? Yeah, go ahead. I'm running yeah. it down. I'm running. What's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? Like, you know what? Let's just get I'm a deal maker, right? Gee, I've I've been putting deals together since I was a kid. And that's all I do. So, you know, what's the deal? That's the question I would ask myself. What's the deal? And I'd have to say the deal is figure out what you want, which in and of itself is so difficult for so many of us because, you know, it's we, we're so wrapped up in virus code of it's not for me, I can't do it, I'm scared, I'm this, I'm that, I'm so whatever. So, But the deal is this, G., Figure out what you want and spend the rest of your life going after it. Amen, brother. Amen. Said you know, truly uh, straightforward. And, and, you know, I have a perfect example of that in my life. This is just me. This oh. is Eric. It doesn't matter about anybody else. Right. But when I was a young man, I always knew, always knew, intuitively in my tummy, G, mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to be a dad. I knew I wanted to be a dad. And you know what? One of the coolest things I get to be is a dad. Hmm. So it was kind of like, you know, you, you you know what you want and you spend your life going after it. And, and you know, that's the deal. That's the deal because life just passes by for all of us. Just a, temp so, a temporary journey in this physical uh, being. We are, a, yeah. we are a spirit in this physical being right now in this journey. And uh, you sound like very, very proud to be a dad. And, and, uh, uh, that's uh, it shows uh, all of what you're doing and uh, and the compassion you have, the empathy and, and the love and again you're more centered than I know when I first met you some years ago. So Eric, you're pretty uh, you're pretty intense here, buddy. You're pretty intense. Thanks, I love it, Eric. What legacy or imprint to the world would you leave behind? Let's say it's a hundred years from now. You've done all your real estate deals. You fulfill a lot of your dreams, your family, your health, and kids are out on their own. A hundred years from now, they're going to look you up. Eric Caravaggio, what legacy? What what would you leave behind? Yeah, I'd like to, uh, I'd, I'd like to be known for somebody who really changed the 
landscape of how your traditional real estate deal is goes down because traditionally i don't care where you are in the world there's it's usually seen as a win-lose kind of thing i win you lose you lose i win now i mean win-win is such a cliche and it's such a buzzword but the reality is is that when you're focused when the intent of the deal is to go in see it all starts with intent g Mm. when the intent of the deal is to go in into it knowing that both people are going to win then you have your non-traditional outcome Hmm. you have something that isn't necessarily true and you know what that means it means walking away from a lot of stuff interesting interesting and it means dealing with people and sometimes it means walking away from somebody who's got the mindset of i win you lose and that's not easy in the real estate development here all the time you know $50, $100 million condo deals, you know, big developments and stuff. But that's what I want to be known for. I want to be, I don't necessarily, the world doesn't need another big, you know, uh, $3 billion developer. But you know what? If I'm known for one thing, whereas I won't do a deal unless it's the people going into it have the intent that we both win. I love it. That's what I want to be known So for. I'm going to take a flight out to Toronto and spend a week with you, and you could coach me and to uh, learn about the deal. <laughs> How's that sound, Eric? Or there you I, go. I fly you down to New York, and then we could uh, coach me and get me up, up to speed with that because I need some lessons on that. How to make so it long deal. as we're eating pasta, I'm okay. Oh, si mangia buono. Italiano, right? <laughs> Those of you out there, Eric Caravaggio, another Italian paisan, and uh, and myself, Ruggiero, we, uh, we enjoy food. Last time we were, we were in New York City, I went to see Bob Proctor, right, at the Carnegie Hall. Carnegie Hall. Right. We had a nice little dinner after that. Uh, so we have to got to repeat that again soon, very soon, Eric. Huh? What do you think? Eric, uh, What? Uh, what's one book? What's one book would you leave behind? Okay. So I mentioned the power of awareness. That's what I'm presently okay. really studying. But I'll throw one at you. I mean, I like the way you characterize me, Jeto, because it's the truth. I, I get pretty intense on stuff, and that's just who I am, yes, and I've come, I've come comfortable with it. So, well, let's not go. Why not just go with a really intense book? It was Bob that put this book in my hands, and I studied it with Bob for uh, a little over a year. It's called The Hidden Power by Thomas Troward. Hidden Power? By Thomas Troward. Okay. And. It's a culmination of essays. Really, the book is really a culmination of essays. So uh, I would start with the starting point and uh, and sort of go from there. That's a really, really, when you can, I mean, if you really want to understand the law of attraction, metaphysics, um, you know, at a deeper, deeper level, uh, I've never read anything as as profound as Thomas Troward. Okay. And... And if you read it and it, it it's difficult, it's okay. As you continue to read it, the words are not going to change, Ruggiero. You're going to change. So don't give up. Because remember, if it's worth having, it ain't going to come easy. And uh, the understanding and the deeper understanding in Thomas Troward's work has really, you know, you, uh, is is profound with all the great teachers. Uh, that we have in our present day, hmm. uh, Bob being one of them. Uh, so that's one that I would say, yeah, pick up. And the other one, Ruggiero, is a very simple book. It's called U Square. Oh, it's not simple, but it's a small one. U uh, Squared. Beautiful. Well, thank you. Great recommendation. The one I'm really interested in is The Hidden Power by Th- Thomas T- Trollard. Ta- Thomas yeah. Trollard. Trollard. Trollard, yeah. Trollard. T-R-O-W-A-R-D. Beautiful. So hear that, folks? You got to go out there and pick one up at Barnes & Noble, any bookstore out there, or down- yeah. download it somewhere. Well, you know? The text is so uh, the text is, is so old huh. that uh, there's, a, there's a ton of material, uh, even just online, just to introduce yourself with Trollard. Okay. Uh, you know. Beautiful. Eric, we're going to... Wrap this up here with uh, some last comments. So, Eric, first of all, I want to thank you very much. You've been a fantastic guest on the show, but more importantly, a friend. Uh, a friend that uh, we connected uh, a handful of years ago. You're on the show now. You're, you're sharing your uh, your story, your journey, 
your experience, your faith, your family. Uh, we covered a lot of points on my X factors to success. Uh, so, in this uh, in this show here, I always ask the question to our guests: What last comments or uh, or inspiring encouragements before we close and say farewell? I would say that no matter whether things are going good or bad in your life, good and bad is just a matter of perspective. And never be afraid to ask for a miracle because a miracle isn't uh, necessarily uh, the Red Sea parting in two. <laughs> I've come to understand a miracle to just literally be a change in perspective. Yeah. A shift in perspective. Okay. And a miracle, miracles happen every day, but you have to ask for them. So if something isn't going good, ask. Ask for the miracle and ask to see it in a, whatever that circumstance is, ask to see it in a different light. Because I said in my, in my intro that one of the things I learned, and I'll take this to the grave. Actually, I'll take it beyond the grave. Life doesn't happen to you. It doesn't. We think it does. But that's the big the big joke in all of this. Life mm. doesn't happen to you. Right. It happens for you. Yeah. Everything that's happening in your life is by design, and you've designed it. And I know that's going to boggle a lot of people. I didn't ask for the bad stuff. Yeah, I know. But the reality is, is, you know, sometimes the hardest thing to look at in life is to look at yourself and, and to put this, the put everything squarely on your shoulders because the way what you're seeing and what I'm seeing are two different things. You know, uh, we could be looking at the same thing, right. but we can have different perspectives because of our, our experiences in our faith and our beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So life doesn't happen to you. It happens for I you. Love it. I, yeah, I know. I'm going to put that in the show notes as one of your quotes. Your life doesn't happen to you, but it happens for you by Eric Caravaggio. Eric, <laughs> you know, um, how can the audience, uh, um, find you where can audience find you um you have a social media uh place you have, do you have a facebook uh website yeah um i think the best place for me to connect with people if anybody's interested in connecting with me um i love this material i love to meet new people um you know I, i'm i'm just a student of this of this material like anybody else so the best place to contact me or to get in touch with me is always facebook eric caravaggio um, I'm in the present, I'm in the process of redoing my LinkedIn, but you can always reach out to me at LinkedIn. Uh, but Facebook, Instagram, Eric Caravaggio. Okay. Beautiful. Awesome. So, yeah. You heard that folks, uh, shoot him an email, get in contact with him, uh, pick his brain. He's out there. He's there to serve. That's right. He's there to serve. He's making it happen. Again, his experience with self-discovery and awareness is taking him to another uh, recoursing into a new direction. Again, his experience from age 12, being a, a legitimate business entrepreneur to who he is right now, a loving father, proud father, proud dad, uh, and uh, he just uh, exudes so much energy and passion for life. And uh, uh, we have to really uh, thank him for taking time and sharing his wisdom with us and his content. So, Eric, I, uh, I can't say enough once again how grateful and how we are grateful having you on the x factors to success show it's been a wonderful wonderful time spending spending time together i hope to have you again on the show uh in the future so what are your thoughts about that uh, it'd be an honor man mm. thank you i'd be i would love to come back and how about this also i'm working on next year on calendar year 2019 to put together a leadership conference and uh Maybe you might be uh, interested to attend, or maybe put you on a on on the podium there on lectern to give a maybe a, a thirty minute keynote. What do you think, there, Eric? Thirty minutes isn't enough. I won't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you give some golden nuggets out there to the uh, to the audience. Yeah, seriously, I am working on uh, a, a leadership uh, X Practice to Success leadership uh, conference, and I'll be there. Uh, putting together a, a group of uh, uh, great uh, speakers and, and great in, uh, influencers out out there and. Uh, like to have you in, in mind in the near future so eric so without further ado eric i want to bid you a wonderful wonderful uh, day week month and year 2018 uh, may your goals and uh you know all your successes continue on and you be enriched in life and and family and faith and uh wish you to uh meet you uh, in person again sometime soon 
So thank what, you. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the X Factors to Success podcast radio show where we bring those exciting guests for you. And once again, today we had Eric Caravaggio from Toronto, Canada, giving us some insight and wisdom and great content for you to take home and ponder. Listen, ponder, and maybe take action. Revives your goals, revives your affirmations, meditate, uh, be grateful. He mentioned about being grateful. That's right. You know, gratitude. In the morning, just get up and, and think and put things into your mind positive and, and go off your day and achieve your purpose, achieve your dreams and passions. So, as I always say, the G-Man here, check us out at www.xfactors2success.com. On Facebook, Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to rate, review, and share. Share this podcast. Shoot me an email. Come on. You know what? If you want to be on the show, shoot me an email, and I'd love to have you uh, on the show, and we could talk about uh, what's going on in your life and uh, what are your X factors to success. Without further ado, live with purpose, passion, and make a difference. Ciao.